Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Belmont Banter. And this week, we've got Stephen Barkley with us. Now, Stephen, well, he's a, I would say that he was a newcomer to football, but we'll get to that in a minute, because I really want to ask Stephen how he very first got interested in football. When was it, Stephen? Uh, I was, well, I was very small, like most people who get into it. Um, no one in my family liked football, so I found it by myself. So it was probably school friends, but we lived on an RAF estate, so there was always someone who would play play football but uh, I don't really remember how I got into it but it was probably just because everyone else was playing yeah. so you know I'm very small and it would be the usual thing of you know when the FA Cup was on uh, back in those days the FA Cup even non-football people watched the FA Cup and uh, it would always be warm outside and you'd, you'd watch the game and go go be whoever it was that you'd just seen win out yeah. in the street so it was like just like that. Yeah, it took up the whole day back then, the FA it did. Cup, didn't it? Saint, Saint Greavesy, you know, yeah. the whole build-up, all that sort of stuff. But I, I mean, I think it's probably better now. But uh, yeah, thinking back in with, with rose-tinted spectacles, it always seemed like a, a better day. So where was home for you then? Um, I grew up in Chester oh. uh, in the northwest. And then, uh, but I, I, was, I toyed with supporting Chester, but ended up supporting Tramere Rovers, which was sort of like half an hour up the road. So uh, I was one of those those glory seekers. I, I sort of became a Tranmere fan as they sort of had in the John Aldridge, Pat Nevin years. Um, and because I jumped on board when they're at their highest, I've been punished since then by watching them get to consistently be relegated. Although in the last couple of years, it's got a bit better. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the trouble is once we nail our colours to the to the mast, that's it. We're done for, aren't we? That's it. It's, it's, the, it's the old national insurance number, isn't it? Once you get yeah. it, there's no changing you, it. You get it, yeah. I mean, people can't understand when they say to me, who do you support? And I just say Whitstall Town. They, yeah. they think I'm a bit <laughs> crazy. But, I, you know, I watch I watch Premier League, but yeah. I've got no affinity with any of them. So it's good fun. So yeah, yeah. You're, you're kicking the ball about in the garden or wherever you started. Yeah, that was, that that was, was pretty much it. With. But I was, I, was kind of, I was kind of more interested, as I grew up, I was more interested in the football uh, the, the managers and the sort of because I wasn't very good at playing football that was my big thing you know you can play it for a long time and still be quite rubbish at it so I never really I never really got any, any good at it so I was always interested in the sort of the, the sort of I liked football stadiums there's something about football stadiums that I quite like um, and I liked football managers and that led to the tactics which I'm you know obsessed with now you know so it was kind of a it was that sort of thing. I was never a good footballer. It was embarrassingly bad. <laughs> when did the tactics things really kick off then? It was only, uh, it was actually last year. It was kind of, I mean, I'll tell you the whole, the, the, the shortened version of how I got to where I am now, but it's kind of... The long version will do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the la- last year, obviously, COVID came along. Yeah. And I, at the start, if you remember back then, it was like, it was a temporary thing. And, you know, three weeks, whatever it was. And you thought, right, OK. And I suddenly realised how much I missed football. When they cancelled football, it was like, oh my God, I had no idea. I, I missed it so much. And up until then, I really was just a, a sort of watch the ball, count the goals, you know, match. If I watched football, it was kind of on in the background. And maybe I'd watch match of the day. 
and I, I'd go along to Whitstall every every week if I if I didn't have to do something else, you know. And even then, I'd stand and watch and not really understand what was going on. But COVID came along, football's taken away. I had nothing to do, and I was reading. I was sort of reading about football, and I found this article about this manager who I'd never heard of up to then, who who was a bit of an eccentric. And I'm kind of drawn to eccentric people, and you know, you, you're always looking for those people who do things that others don't do. And this guy had made, I remember reading about him making three substitutions before half-time in a, in a French league game. And he played a 3-3-1-3 formation. I thought, who's this guy? This is great stuff. What's this? And it was Marcelo Bielsa, uh, who was obviously the Leeds manager now. And it's uh, uh, from that, I sort of got a bit obsessed with Marcelo Bielsa. And I was reading everything I could. And I thought, well, I, I don't have anything else to do. I'm just going to read about football tactics. I'm going to try and understand what it is the manager does. You know, because I've seen them shouting at the players on the sideline and I've seen them, you know, gesticulating and everything. I really, up until then, thought it was a case of they'd give them a good team talk at halftime, a bit of encouragement, maybe a leadership quote, send them out onto the field and, uh, and wish them all the best. But obviously, obviously that's not that's not a manager. But uh, so I started reading and I, I thought, well, I'll read about tactics. I'll try and understand what, what teams do on the pitch, because up until then, I had no idea. And. One thing led to another. I took a, I took a couple of courses and on those online courses that you can take, which are kind of low quality, but they were kind of a good introduction. I remember doing like a twenty-eight page report on a on a on a match from four day four years ago, and and in return I got a certificate of attendance. It was pretty much basic stuff. And I thought, well, hang on, that, that can't work. I've got to do. I've got to have something better than that. I'm going to, I know, have a, a target. I thought, well, I know, maybe I could do this for a team. I could. I could be the opposition scout for a team. Uh, and of course, there's no one to tell me otherwise because there's no football on, there's, there's, there's nothing going on. So I sort of sort of taught myself what I could and then emailed Lloyd Blackman and Steve Clayton and said, uh, if you don't mind, do you mind if I maybe help out? Could I, could I do this? I've done this report. And what, what I did is I, I looked at the report, I looked at the, for the team that we were going to play next before the season, well, well, was it two seasons ago now? Yes. Uh, they were going to play Whitehawk. And I thought, I'll do a report on Whitehawk. And because uh, uh, they, they had YouTube clips, so it was easy to, to do something. Yeah. And I did this terrible report and I sent it to Steve Clayton and he passed it on to Lloyd Blackman. And they were very, they were extremely gracious and, and grateful. And then just to sort of nudge them along a bit, I did one on Kosholton Athletic, who we played in the FA Cup preliminary round last season so August last year 2020 which was also rubbish completely rubbish but they were again they were extremely kind and grateful and said this is great if you can do this this is this is lovely which I did and I started I became the opposition scout for Whistful Town I'm the I'm the 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 guy you know when you hear the manager say oh yeah we've had a look at them you know we've had a look at the opposition I'm the guy that goes and has a look (laughs) so it's a kind of uh that's my credit there I'm the I'm the guy who goes to have a look um, and I did that. And of course, last year, season cancelled, all stops, the fun stops again. So this year, and I'll try and wrap this, this long winding story up. This year, I thought, well, actually, I'm going to try and get, try and get a bit better at this. And I took a, some better courses with there's an organisation called Ipso, who is run by professional scouts uh, of premiership level and, and championship level. And they at least take, they teach you what you go in a, a match report, which is basically an opposition report on, a, on a, you're playing next. And I did that for six months because, quite frankly, there was nothing else to do. Yeah. So apart from watch, uh, watch empty stadiums on TV. But, but yeah, and now I'm, I'm, I've been helping out Lloyd Blackman, 
he's obviously stepped down and we'll see what happens next. But, uh, that's great. So yes, that's where I am. That's where you are. Well, that's, that's fascinating. I mean, you very kindly uh, sent me one of your your match reports and I found it fascinating. I mean, well, I thought a... I'd better send it to you just to make sure you you didn't think I was some. Well, I probably am fan enough. You get some obsessed by this, but I thought I'd better send it as, as credentials. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. So, so going forward, or or in since we've started this season, I take it that you don't get to very many Whitstall games because no, you're I, always I, going. I, exactly. I got to the the Alfold uh, game. Yes. One five nil, and uh, that was great. So I got to that game. It's basically a case of looking at who we're playing. I've got this very, I've got this colour-coded spreadsheet which has all our opposition sort of lined up, and you try and fit everybody in and see everyone at least once within, say, two or three weeks of playing them. Ideally, the week before, but um, doing it that way. So occasionally you get to see a Whitstable game, but most, most of the time I'm in. It's like next weekend it's Phoenix Sports, and weekend after that be Hastings and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And and you also try and avoid Chichester because it's a bit of a trek, and Lansing is a bit of a trek as well. But uh, yeah, Chichester's no fun, is it, Gull? No. We went, we went down Sorry, there for the cup. We went down there for yeah. the cup and went on a coach, and it was probably nearly three hours to get there. Yeah, I I was actually driving home from my parents' house when I went to see them the week before uh, the, the game. So that was my excuse to go and see them. I sort of swung around that direction, but that was like the Goodwood Festival as well. It's like to get out of Chichester, you kind of have to go back where you came and go around. So uh, yeah, it's a bit of a trek that one. It is, isn't it? So yeah. your poor, poor mum and dad, your parents, yeah, you use football as an excuse to go and see them. I, I sort of left early so that I could get to Chichester. <laughs> so uh, anyway. Oh, how lovely! How lovely. You're obviously on a learning curve on this, and it's given you a lot of pleasure. I can see that in your yeah. your face and your voice. I mean, you're you're really getting a buzz out of this. Did you get some good feedback from Lloyd? I did. I did. He was exceptionally kind, and he was kind of encouraging as well. And it's because uh, what what you want to do, the idea is that you give the manager something that's useful. It's all very well going and watching a game, but if you're providing him with stuff that, well, it looks nice, but it's not really, you know, of any use to me. Um, so that was always on my mind. Every time I messaged him, it's like, if there's anything else you need, or if if this isn't what you need, or if something else would be more useful, you know, let me know and I can I can get that. Because it, it's kind of one of those things where you you, you could literally just come, what, you know, watch a game, record a game and watch it, you know, 20 times before you were anywhere close to sort of picking it apart. So it, it, you know, he was he was incredibly encouraging. I, I'm I'm full of admiration for him. He first of all, he let me do this. Uh, you know, I don't have a I don't have a background in football. My 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 career in football ended at high school. I was a goalkeeper. I remember I remember a very high pass of the long ball forward coming in, and I could see in the corner of my eye the the, the sixth former of this other team running at me, and I didn't like the look at that, and I got out of the way, and I thought, no, no, that's my career over. So I don't have any background in football apart from being sort of uh, a watch the ball, count the goal football fan. So, but that's obviously changed over the last 18 months when I've become yeah. a bit of a... Bit of a you look as if you're probably about the same sort of height as me. So anything that, yeah. <laughs> anything that comes in a bit high, you're done for, right? Yeah, I'm, I was. Big I didn't goal. fit the mould yeah. of, of confident, strong goalkeeper. No. <laughs> they always seem a bit crazy to me. Yeah, they do. Well, I like that bit. I couldn't. I can do that bit. It's just the. Uh, it was just the actual physical prowess that I liked. Yeah, getting I'm involved. Very, very, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'll tell you what, when uh, when you get the opportunity and you get down the ground to speak to someone, I'll introduce you to um, Mark Lane, our goalkeeping coach. Right, he's, right. he's a really nice guy. Yeah. And I was impressed looking at your um, the tactics thing that you sent through. There's a couple of comments there that caught my eye. One of them, I'm only paraphrasing this, it wasn't exactly what you sure. said, but it sounded like the five was reluctant to come up for the high balls or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then an another one was the three stayed rather deep for the set pieces and stuff like that. And I thought, yeah, that's the sort of insight that's going to help the player, the manager, isn't it? I hope so. And that's the kind of thing you sort of, because I, what I do, I have a little camera and I take it along and I record the game and I'm yeah. trying to take notes whilst I'm watching the game, because ideally I'd prefer to do it without the camera, but sure. I'm still at, I'm still at a stage where I, I miss a lot. So I'm, I'm sort of watching the game again and again. Um, yes. Yeah, so you take this little camera along with you and, and you yes. find that's, uh, that's almost like a backup for your memory. Isn't I, it? I suppose so, because you can never really sort of get a decent picture. You're always going to, you know, I put it on a big screen so that I can, yeah. uh, I can, I can sort of yeah. get a closer look, but it's when you're sort of starting out, you kind of want, you want to be useful. So you're, you're, if I find, if I watch it again and again and track players and all that sort of stuff, you can get those little details, but you like you say, those are the bits you're trying to look for because with, with, you know, I think step four football is a really underrated level. But these are players who are still going to make errors, or there's still going to be things you'll pick up around the around, you know, in in certain places that you hope are then useful, you know. But uh, then you give it to the manager, and he has the harder job, a much harder job, of trying to work out what that means, if anything, and incorporating incorporating it into the game. What I've found very uh, frustrating about this season, and particularly as far as Lloyd's concerned, is that we haven't really been talked at all. We've only yeah. lost by the odd goal and at times yeah. we've looked the better side but lost yeah I know when before the Lansing game you know it's like you looked at all those games and you thought actually you know could easily have gone a different way it's yeah. starting from seven oaks you know right through so it's uh that was what was frustrating it's like we were worth more than uh than what we were getting and then of course Lansing might have been a sort of a weird one if you like you know but perhaps we should have won that one but uh yeah, and then and then the, I thought against Leatherhead as well. I thought we did really well in both games. Yeah. You know, yeah. Was, uh, and and yeah. So the 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 way we are right now doesn't really sort of suggest. You know, I think we're better than that. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Yeah, me too. Me too. It'd be interesting to see the um, you know who the new manager is there. Uh, they're interviewing, well, not literally as we speak, but I know they did some interviews last night. So right. I presume there's going to be two or three, you know, over the next couple of days. Yeah. And maybe we'll have some indication of who the new manager is going to be by the weekend. So. Yeah, I mean, that would be great. I mean, you yeah. think you think people would want to take on Whistable. It's a good team. You know, it's it's got a good setup. The stadium's really nice. You know, it's a good spot. And, yeah, we'll see. But uh, well, we've, we've certainly had lots of interest. That's for sure. Great stuff. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. yeah, that is good uh, to hear. I think the problem is that quite often uh, some of the applicants have got a grander idea of their attributes than they actually have. But no, <laughs> nonetheless, you know, I mean, every it's good it's, to be humble. Well, good yeah, to stay it, humble. Yeah, it's it's like a, any job in you know any job application. It's open to anybody. You know, yeah, so uh, you know we've we've had over the years when I've sat in the chair for a while, we had applicants and a guy would write in and say, "I'm desperate to be." Wistful Towns manager, what do I need to do? Um, well, get involved in football, for yeah. example. You know, I think the people that sort of really are become dedicated are the ones that start 
with a junior side attached to a club and then to see that club, that team progress, because you often hear stories where they start off with the under nines, for instance, and then see them all the way through to the under 16s, then end up managing the reserves. And before you know where they are, they end up as manager because they've yeah. got that pathway and that's yeah. what you need, isn't it? That you, I mean, it, it works at this level. You see it in top level as well you know yeah. on the continent you see the, t- the managers who are doing well now who maybe not the under nines and you know that as far down yeah. as that but but the under 21s or the the, un- the under 18s and then working their way up there's a few yeah. of those who you know and it's and it shows you know they've they've got that experience but but I, yeah no i agree i agree with that i wouldn't say i'm an absolute student of football because I, I that i wouldn't qualify that but i certainly read you know quite a few different books and i'm just reading one about tony adams and it's uh it's called sober, so it focuses mainly yeah. on his his alcohol days. But there was an interesting paragraph in there when he was talking about a dedicated formation for the back line. And apparently yeah. at Arsenal, um, Arsene had them roped together. He had a long piece of rope and he had his four defenders, because he always put, sort of played four at the back, he had his four defenders roped together, obviously apart, a distance apart, so that when they moved up the pitch, they moved up the pitch together. <laughs> and I'd love to have seen a, a video clip of that because <laughs> there would have been a few falling over, fallings over for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've heard, I've heard managers, maybe it's Guard, Pep Guardiola, I can't remember, but um, describing it as if you're like, this ball where you've got the players on a you know, the, the game where you've got the handles and everything, you've got oh, the yes, yeah. players yeah. and you move across like that. I've, I've heard it described like that, but I've never heard of a manager tying the players yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. So, apparently Adam said that they actually used to do that. So yeah, yeah. Incredible. I bet it worked as well. I bet it. I bet it worked. I, I bet, bet it they did. sort of, you know, they sort of got got to grips with it. Interesting point. Talking about defenders, when you're watching a game, do you tend to focus on one aspect or the other? So either attacking or defending, for, as far as Whistler was concerned, or do you just take the whole thing in and then try to dissect it. it it's a bit of both because the defenders tend to be easier to watch because you start the game I mean, well I start the game first of all you see who's who the tall players are that's yeah. where you'd start and then you the easiest thing to do because you want the next thing is the formation so the easiest thing to do is count the defenders how many defenders have they got and it's normally fairly straightforward whether they've got two centre-backs or three centre-backs but then you can make an assumption then and then you count the strikers and that sort of fills in the gaps and but the defenders are easier for I find it defend, easier because they they move as a unit. You know they tend to stay in some sort of this that you can tend to watch an idea of what their their plan is, whether the fullbacks you know support the attack or whether they go up in attack, whether one of them does that, one of them doesn't. Yeah, I'm watching you know just watching a few weeks ago where one of them was far more attacking and was sort of key to the attack. The other one stayed back to sort almost like to form back three, you know, shifting over kind of thing. I, I struggle with the midfield because that's where you get more rotation, you get more movement and, and things like that. But defensively, you can just you can kind of work out what the what the what the sort of plan is. You know, you can, you, you're literally looking for the formations that they set up with, how they the formation they would defend with, whether it's in the mid block and as they move further back. And in attack, you kind of you kind of do the other way. It's it's tricky because every time I do a report, I think well next time I'll I'll check that bit. Or, you know, because I really am still learning this. I'm, I'm, you know, I am totally obsessed, and I think you have to be. But I'm, st- I'm, I'm a, no delu- no illusions that I'm an expert or anything like this. But, but more and more, every time you do a report, you kind of think, oh yeah, I didn't spot that last time. And I, I've kind of got that. And it is things like 
oh yeah, you know, I paid a bit too much attention to the defenders. And but if you you can see, sorry, one thing is you you if you watch both teams, that's how you can tend to see how they react. Because what you're really looking for is 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 a sort of rough estimate of how they will, how we will play against them or how they will play against us. Yeah. So, you know, it's all very well. For instance, I, when I watched Chichester, they were playing Maidstone and it was it was kind of tricky because Maidstone are two levels, two steps above uh, yeah. Chichester. It's like, well, they were obviously better than Chichester, but how does that translate to us playing them? So yes. there's so many, so many things I could tell you. It's just, I, I don't want to bore you, but uh, it's like, it is, it is, uh, it does require a bit of an obsessing wanting to find the answers. It's like, you'll see, Okay, so they concede a goal, but why did they concede the goal? What, where was the error? Where was the mistake? And is that a mistake they repeat, or can we force them to make that error again? And again, this is just me speculating because I'm not a manager. A manager has a much tougher job, you know. And I, I've it, you, you, the the reports I do have a tiny, tiny impact on on their job. It's just a way of providing an explanation about how you know the team we're playing plays. You know, it's not how to win. It's just, it's just a, what to expect. But you're always looking for those little things that will, will help. You know, will, will, uh, if if there is an edge to be had somewhere, if you can, if they do have a player who loses his rag or forgets to defend, and that happens a lot, um, you know, that's worth pointing out. So, and you hope that it will, it will translate into a tiny advantage. It's all tiny little advantages, isn't it? Well, it's certainly, uh, I, I find it so fascinating listening to you talking about oh, it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Uh, it's obviously that you're hooked on it, so that's a really good thing. And it, yeah. you're right, you know, you, you can sort of look at the obvious things and say, oh, yeah, they play in a 4-4-2 formation or whatever. But it's what actually happens when we're attacking or we're defending, what yeah. happens to their attack and their defence? How do they defend? Yeah. Know, do they suddenly drop, drop into a five at the back? Leave leave the midfield a little bit thin, or how yeah, exactly, does it work? Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's the sort of stuff you look for, is it? I try and look for it. I'd love yeah. to look. I watched a video a couple of days ago on YouTube um, about how Pep Guardiola's Man City beat uh, Sari's Napoli. It was a few years old, I think it was Napoli, and it showed how they pressed. What they'd done is they'd done their research, and they'd watched how uh, Sari's team uh, or how they pressed. And they let they left they sort of their wingers were sort of held back and they had a front three and there they were sort of easy on the on the sort of flanks. Man City basically just exploited that. They had their in they had their wing back their sort of fullbacks sort of come inside, which brought the winger in. And if he did that, then the midfielder would come outside and they'd pass around him. And it was a tiny little thing like that. There's Man City are a great one for this kind of thing because the other one was their 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 sort of analyst is a guy called Carlos Planchard, who who picked out a few years ago, I think it was only in the Charity Shield or something, it wasn't like the Champions League, but they were playing Chelsea, and this is a few years ago, and it's actually in, I think it's in the Chel- the Man City documentary you can watch on, on Amazon, but it's that moment where they spotted that um, Jorginho stepped out of the mid of, of the block, of the press, he stepped out at certain times, and they basically spent the week training so that when he stepped out, they'd play around him, uh, so they, they passed the ball around, waiting for him to step out. As soon as he did, they played the ball around him, and there they are on goal, and they, and they score. And it's those tiny little things, and it's not, it doesn't really sound like rocket science, but it's such a wonderful thing when you see it on the pitch. You know, it's kind of, kind of wow. That you, you, people like me trying to overcomplicate it, you know, we're looking for some kind of Einstein-like formula, but really, it's really quite simple. If they like to play over there, 
play around them more. You know, it's 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 infuriatingly simple. I suppose that's the way to describe it. But, but and the, the internet is full of this. It's uh, it's terrible. You can get caught in all sorts of wormholes watching <laughs> endless <laughs> tactics videos. So uh, I'm just yeah. sitting here laughing to myself because um, yeah, no, I'm not taking. I'm not no, making no, no, I understand by any means. By any means, it is a bit I'm just odd. thinking to myself, who else would know the analyst from yeah, the city? Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, he's quite a famous name. one, but I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course, if you've got a if you've got a, a feeling for it, then you do. It's um, it's a bit like falling in love with a um, a type of book, a genre of book. Yeah. And then you get yeah. involved in the. You just devour it, don't you? Know. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm, I'm I'm a great one for doing that reading wise. If I, yeah. I, I suddenly found a, a new author recently and I've just bought four of his books yeah. over the last <laughs> three months because yeah. I enjoyed the, my daughter bought me one for Father's Day and I thought, wow, I, I've never heard of this guy before. And then yeah. I looked and found out he's written loads and yeah. he, he's, he's really that, good. But that moment when you realise they've written loads, it's like, brilliant, I can yeah, just keep reading this. Yeah, you know? it's, <laughs> that's not just a one-off, I can have yeah, fun now. Yeah. Yeah, this, good. this fun is going to last for ages, so yeah, yeah I know exactly what you mean. Okay, so what, what's uh, what's your plans for this weekend? Because we're at home, aren't we? Yeah, we are, we are. So I'm at Phoenix, who I think are playing Haywood's Heath. But I think it's one of those weird ones. We actually play, we've got a week off, haven't we? And then we play Hastings. Yes, we have. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but I can't see Hastings until the week after. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise I won't see Phoenix. It's, this, this is what I mean by it gets that a bit works weird. Out, yeah. So I'm going to see Phoenix and then I'll see Hastings and then we'll see where we are. And the sitting ball game has been rescheduled. So I'll try and try and I'll try and get away. I'll try and see them all in a way that doesn't make my wife ask where the hell I was going. just going to ask yeah. that question. How does this all fit in with family life? You see, well, well, my son's now grown up. My son doesn't like football. So it's it's kind of, you know, there was no hope of ever sort of taking him to football every Saturday. But but yeah, they are extremely understanding. I disappear every every Saturday, sort of lunchtime, reappearing the Saturday evening. They ask me how it's gone and all that sort of stuff. But I have a whale of a time, to be honest. It's you know, it's I'm I absolutely love doing this. I'm so like I said, I'm so grateful not just to Lloyd Blackman, but for Whitsable Town for letting letting me do it. It's uh, well, and taking power, it seriously enough. More power to your elbow, mate. I hope yeah. that uh, I hope the new incumbent manager takes uh, takes as much of an interest which i'm i'm sure he will because you you use the word a couple of times the tiniest little detail yeah and it is that tiniest little detail for instance every time the goalkeeper takes a, a you know a kick out of his box he always kicks a cross field down yeah. to the left hand corner yeah. or he throws it out or whatever he does yeah that little bit of information might be the one nugget that the manager can then work on yeah, you know, amazing. I mean, last weekend apparently um, you talked about Man City. Was it Man City? And one of the players, that no, wasn't Man City. It was Liverpool. The double-barreled name kid. He got targeted by the opposition. Right, so right, right, right from the off, the goalkeeper kicked the ball down into his corner. Yeah. He played right back. Yeah. And two of them were on him straight away, and they kept doing that throughout the whole game. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. I, I put that in another report I did a while ago. It's like the, the fullback doesn't like certain situations. And, and you, you're kind of thinking, am I, am I imagining this? But you watch it again and again. You try and find maybe two or three examples in the game where he's done it. Yeah. So you're kind of sure that what yes. you're seeing isn't, yes. isn't just a, a, a misplaced hunch or anything. But you're absolutely right. And I, I've heard Premier League teams, again, it's like 
they just play down one side because they think that that side fullback is slightly less good than the other side. Yeah, you know, and this is Premier League. Right. You know, yeah. it's you're looking for any edge. So yeah. it's kind of if he's slightly not as good as that guy, you know, let's go down that side. And there's more to it than that. But yeah, it is. It is like that. And mm-hmm. and it's kind of a fun. It's like solving a puzzle. You you're trying to see those little things, and and at the back of your mind thinking, just make sure you're not making this up. Make sure you are actually seeing that, and you're not trying to sound clever or anything like that. I, the guys I, I who taught me all this, they said, don't put it in if it hasn't happened. Don't, you know, if it's a hunch or anything like that, don't put it in the report. That's fair enough. So what what title do they give guys like you that do this? I don't know. I've decided. I, I suppose I'm just the opposition scout. That's good. I suppose this, the scouts who scout players, obviously. But, yes. Um, yeah. I suppose That's I'm good. the opposition okay. scout. No one has has bestowed that upon me. I've done that myself. Okay. Well, I'll stick with that. The opposition. (laughs) We're a little bit time sensitive here because these these things run along about half an hour or so. Is the optimum time for people to listen to it. So we've we've done really well today. I've been fascinated by it. Thanks very much for asking me on. No, there'll be a few other geeks out there like me that (laughs) love this. So don't (laughs) worry. Yeah, it will be good. (laughs) From me here at Belmont Banter and Stephen Barkley on the other end of Zoom. It's goodbye from us now. So goodbye, Stephen. Speak soon down the club. Stephen, it's been great fun. I've really yep. enjoyed it. Thank you Next very time much. Next time I'm my game, I'll come and say hello. But oh, thanks please, again, please, please do, Stephen. Take care, I mate. Will. Cheers. All right, cheers. Bye. Bye. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. They are providers of optical fibre services to the telecoms industry, specialising in optical fibre provision, local and long haul. We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. Your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter. For news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers.